When you enrich the lives of your employees through purpose-powered leadership, they'll grow your business for you. Welcome to the Higher Purpose Podcast, where you'll discover how to champion a culture of courage and love. Stop dealing with symptoms and get to the root of the problems in your business. This is the Higher Purpose Podcast with your host, Kevin Monroe. Hey, it's Kevin Monroe, and I want to welcome you to episode 66 of the Higher Purpose Podcast. And I want to say thanks for listening today. You know, I'm incredibly grateful for the opportunity for us to connect, spend this time together. And I want to tell you something. You may need to hear this right now. Maybe you don't, but maybe you do. You are on an amazing journey. You might not understand the path that you're on or the path that you traveled to get you where you are right now. I got to tell you, there are plenty of times when I haven't understood or don't understand. And then there's a suddenly moment. Well, what's a suddenly moment? Suddenly you arrive at an inflection point or suddenly an opportunity appears that you didn't expect. It finds you or suddenly you realize you're at this passage point in life And all of a sudden, you look back, and suddenly, you see a straight line out of what you thought was a crooked path. You see dots connecting that previously seemed totally disconnected and even disarrayed. Now, I'm going to tell you, I love when that happens. You know, and I love it. Soren Kierkegaard said, life is best understood backwards, but it must be lived forwards. Isn't that profound? We do. We only understand it backwards. So often in the moment, things don't make sense. Things just seem disconnected. Things seem somewhat random. And then suddenly things seem to make sense. That's been that way for me multiple times. So what I want to encourage you to do is to lean in today. Even if you're traveling a very windy road at this moment, And just trust, believe that clarity will come. may not come as soon as you like, and it may not come the way you would like, but clarity will come. I found that it comes through a combination of action and contemplation, that reflection, looking back. Well, that's the appetizer for today's entree. So what I want to focus our time together on today is this, what's come out of a series of conversations around purpose in business. What's included under that broad umbrella of purpose in business and what it looks like and what it might look like for you. And what I want to share is a list of characteristics that purpose-powered people, whether you're an entrepreneur, a leader, business owner, and there's a hint here, you're a leader, whether you identify yourself as one or not, you're a leader at some level. So this applies to you. And I don't want the phrase purpose-powered to throw you. I want you to get used to hearing it and comfortable using it to describe yourself. Now, if you know me or if you get to know me, you understand that, yeah, I'm a bit contrarian, always have been. I'm looking for the road less traveled. The well-worn path just doesn't interest or excite me that much. If everybody's doing it, then I'm probably going to look for a way to do it differently because I can do it differently and I feel it probably should be done differently. Sometimes I think there's just something probably wrong if everybody's doing it that way. Uh, Maybe it's because my mom asked me so many times, if everybody else was jumping off a bridge, would you jump off a bridge? There was a point in my adolescence when I probably would have, but now not so much. So I don't want to lose you on this bunny trail. 
but I'm talking about why I use the word purpose-powered rather than purpose-driven. We owe a debt of gratitude to Rick Warren. He's the guy that wrote the book, two books actually, Purpose Driven Church and then Purpose Driven Life, that really put this whole idea of purpose driven on the map and brought it into the common vernacular where so many people are talking about it. Well, for me, there's a yes and. I understand what it means to be purpose-driven. However, I prefer to use the phrase purpose-powered. You know, I've lived a driven life for so much of my life, and at this point in life, my desire is to live more led, less driven. Live a more led, less driven life. So I use the phrase purpose-powered, but don't get hung up on that. And one of the reasons I use purpose-powered is that A lot of people I talk to, they see purpose as something external, something outside of you that's drawing you, calling you, inviting you to find and follow this life of purpose or this business of purpose. It's bigger than you. You're part of a global cause. So add to that the notion of being led versus driven, and I just like the phrase purpose-powered. So go with me on that. So increasingly, you're going to hear me use the phrase purpose-powered business owner or purpose-powered business leader. These are people who are passionately pursuing purpose in business in life, and I believe that you. So I'm pulling from several conversations, and I'm aggregating them into one that you and I are having now. I've talked to several people who, for whatever reason, are or were reluctant to identify themselves as being purpose-powered or even purpose-driven. But after a short time in conversation, they go, you know what? I really am purpose-powered. That that you're describing describes me. So let me help you out. That's what I want to do here. You are purpose-powered, and you are part of the purpose-powered tribe and community if, and I'm going to walk you through 10 characteristics, you're purpose-powered if money is not your only motivator, nor is it your ultimate measure of success. Well, let me unpack this one. Money matters, and in business, it is a metric, but for you, Money is a tool. It's a resource. It's not the ultimate goal, and it's certainly not the primary way that you keep score. See, you have an expanded understanding or definition of success. It's your personal definition of success, and we all need one, or we find ourselves living life by someone else's definition and on someone else's terms. So for you, your definition of success probably includes things like stewardship and significance. Now, hang on a minute. Stewardship, we'll talk about number four on the list. It means taking care of something entrusted to you, your talents, your family, the planet, and preserving resources for future generations. But we'll unpack that in just a moment. Significance means doing work that matters and making a difference for others. You'll hear more about that when we get to number three. So how does this money not being your only motivator show up, and what's the difference it makes in your life? When you're conducting an internet search for help or scanning through your inbox or reading about a must-attend conference that you somehow found about, those that put their primary resource on money simply don't resonate with you. They don't with me. There's something that is a disconnect. Let me illustrate. Recently, I've been receiving several requests from people wanting to be guests on the Higher Purpose podcast. I'm going to read you, actually read you one of my favorites from recent weeks. Here's the email I received. It says, 
quoting. I'm changing the names to protect the guilty or the innocent, whoever they are. But I'm just going to read you this for a moment. As a fellow podcast producer, I know how it feels to get lame pitches that waste my time. John Doe is the founder of ABC Company, now valued at $10 million. He is a business badass who loves elaborating on processes for scaling brands into million-dollar businesses, generating millions in profits through Facebook and YouTube ads, and building a massive online brand from nothing. Okay, so here's the reply I sent, and it really took some self-control to not address that waste my time. I replied, I'm sure J.D. John Doe is an amazing guy and a great guest for some podcasters, but I don't see him as a particularly great fit for the Higher Purpose podcast. I resisted saying if you listened to an episode or two, you would understand why J.D. is not such a great fit. I don't think we've ever used the word badass on the show before. Anyway, it actually prompted me to create a guest application form to weed out those whose sole message is money, money, money. How much money can you make? How quickly can you make it? And like your goal is to be a millionaire. And also for me to eliminate those whose only view of life is hustle and grind. And that if you're not working 80 hours a week, you're a loser. So with you. Money matters, but you're smart enough to realize that money's not the only measure of success. There is what psychologists call a satiation point. It's that point at which household income is no longer associated with increased happiness. Now, for you in the United States, North America, let me say that. In North America, that figure is about $105,000. I'll give that figure for Australia because that's the number two country for downloads of the Higher Purpose podcast, that figures about 125000 In Western Europe, number three is the 100000 and in Latin America, it's 35000 So those figures are relative, but it's that point at which money ceases to make that much of a difference in your lifestyle. So you, you're a smart person. You know that there's more to life and success than money. The people you resonate with and who resonate with you are the people talking about meaning in life and not just money in life. Now, here's the number two. So number one, you are a purpose-powered person, business leader or owner, if money's not the only motivator. Number two, you're purpose-powered if you want to make a dent in the universe. That's right. You want to make something or some place better. There is a cause or a community that's near and dear to your heart, and you want to impact it and improve it. You believe it can be better, and you believe that it can be better as a direct result of your efforts and your involvement. A few years ago, I was doing a workshop for a group of Latin American leaders. Miguel from Mexico came up to me at the end, and he was so excited. And I just watched the whole time of the session. He had been so engaged, just leaning forward on the end of his seat. And he came up and he said, Kevin, I grew up in scouts. I was a scout all my life. And we were taught to leave the world better than we found it or leave whatever we came upon better than we found it. He said, then I went to college and continued that 
idea in college. And then I left college and went into business. And it seemed totally disconnected. It seemed like the two had irreconcilable differences until today. Sitting in this session today, I understood that business is and can be a force for good. And I can continue my quest of wanting to make the world a better place, make a dent in the universe through business. Thank you. Wow. Now, you talk about bringing your whole self to work. That's what understanding the power of purpose in business allows you and me to do. So you're purpose-powered if you want to make a dent in the universe. Number three, you're purpose-powered if you want to leave, or better yet, live a legacy. For me, that's another way of saying you want to live a life of significance. Simply put, legacy is something that outlasts you and is bigger than you. It's what you leave behind after you are gone. Now, a lot of people think that after you are gone is at the point of death. But I want to tell you, there's several legacies you and I live and leave in a lifetime. If you're part of an organization for one year, two years, three years, five, ten years, and you leave that organization... You left your mark on that organization. The mark you left is a legacy. It's how people remember you after you're gone. And you might be a serial entrepreneur, and you want to leave multiple marks in the world. Perhaps you want to start or serve a movement that's bigger than you, right? That's legacy. That's your contribution to it. Here's what I want you to hear about significance. Significance always involves others. Success can be all about you. Success can be your level of achievement, but you cannot be significant in isolation. Significance always involves others. And legacy isn't about ego as much as it is about imprint. So you leave your mark somewhere in the world. That's legacy. Number four, you're purpose-powered if you see yourself as a steward not a celebrity. That's right. You're not doing what you're doing to increase your celebrity status. Now, maybe you get celebrity status from what you're doing, but that's not the motivation. You recognize that you've been given gifts, talents, abilities, and opportunities, and you want to max out the way you use them. Not so you become rich and famous, but that you do the best you can with the time, talents, and opportunities you've been given. That's stewardship. A steward is a caretaker of something you don't own, but it's been entrusted to you. We're stewards of so many things in life, things we don't own, things that have been given to us or entrusted to us for a period of time, and we want to make the best use of them. That's where this Stewardship of the planet. If you're familiar with conscious capitalism, they talk about the triple bottom line, people, profit, and planet. We have a stewardship. We want to make sure there are resources, ample resources for future generations, for your children, your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren. So again, let me say it. You're purpose-powered if you see yourself as a steward, not a celebrity, and you're more interested in being faithful rather than being famous. You just want to do the best you can with the time, talents, resources been entrusted to you. 
Number five on the list, you're purpose-powered if your why, your what, and your how are closely connected or even interconnected. You know, this is Simon Sinek's golden circle, looking at starting with why and then looking at why you do what you do, what you do, and then how you do it. Why you do what you do informs both what you do and how you do it. And for purpose-powered people, it also informs who you do it with. Purpose becomes that filter, that criteria by which you are evaluating your business plan. You're evaluating those activities that you might do. You're also evaluating how you would do what you do and the possible partners. I think back to Years ago, we had this partnership opportunity with a company, and there was just something that just didn't seem right. And finally, we'd had you know three or four different meetings around the details, and it just didn't feel right to me. And I finally asked the guy, I said, just tell me, why are you in business? What is it that ultimately motivates your company? The guy said, we've never thought about that before. Now, that was a red flag. What followed next was the bigger red flag. Well, I guess it's all about money. We want to make as much money as we can, which the red flag there is they're willing to cut some corners to make some money. They may be willing to do some things less ethical because money's the bottom line. So you're going back to my number one, you're purpose-powered if money is not your only motivator, and then you filter that through this why, what, how, and who, and the decision was clear. So motivation matters a lot. Motivation matters more than the means, right? You've heard that sometimes the end justifies the means. Well, folks like you and me, we believe motivation shapes the means that helps us get to the end. That is a win-win for everybody. So number six, you're purpose-powered if you see what you do through the lens of mission. Okay, I love the movie the Blues Brothers, you know, just like Jake and Elwood in the Blues Brothers, you're on a mission. And like Jake and Elwood, you may even perceive your mission as being divinely inspired. You're on a mission from God. There's just this missional element to your work. There's something not right in the world, something that you want to set right or make more right than it is. There's an unmet need that you've experienced and you've encountered, and you believe you have the means to help meet that need. It ties back to stewardship that we were talking about, but this is that missional element. Now, I look at how much the world has changed. Back when I started this business, X Factor Consulting, in 2005, we worked exclusively with nonprofit organizations because at that point in time, it seemed to me that if you wanted to make the world a better place, if you wanted to have this missional element, the nonprofit sector kind of had the lock on mission. Wow, so much has changed in the 13 years since I started this business. And that's just not the case. There's so many entrepreneurs, so many businesses that have missional elements to their work, and they want to see their work advance a mission and fuel change. So if you're seeing what you do through the lens of mission, you're purpose-powered. Number seven, you're purpose-powered if you have a set of principles and values that inform your decisions and inspire your actions. 
You know, I talked about this a moment ago, this how you do what you do matters. Well, if how you do what you do matters, then you actually invest time to create a short list of values. These values inform your principles, and for you, they become your non-negotiables. Now, when I think of working with companies or individuals around values, it's got to be a short list. Years ago, I walked into an organization. I still remember this. I have the picture on my phone, and they had this enormous word cloud that filled the wall with all of these value-based words. I'm serious. There were probably 25, 30, 40 words that filled this word cloud, and they were all aspirational and inspirational words. But what does that really mean when they're 25, 30, 40 words? Well, it just isn't refined enough to help you focus. So I've learned this in my work. Purpose-powered organizations, businesses, companies, they Create a short list of values of what really matters most. Maybe three, four, five, or six. I know some companies, I know some folks that say it's got to be two, others that say three or four, but there's a company that I admire a lot, WD-40 company, and for them, it's a list of six. So I'm not going to argue with them. And in the case of the WD-40 company, let me just use a couple of those as an example to inspire you. They are rank ordered. Number one, we value doing the right thing. So if you look at the research, 90% of companies in North America use the word integrity. You know, and if you just have integrity, what does that really mean and how does that get interpreted? So the WD-40 company, they've broken it down. We value doing the right thing, and then they break that down even further. We do the right thing in serving our tribe, our stockholders, our customers, our products, and our end users, our suppliers, and even our competitors. This means looking for the right action in every context and asking critical questions that bring out the best course or decisions relevant to the situation and the circumstance. So they've put it into action. They see what it means and it informs their decisions. Now, I loved it in my conversation with Gary Ridge, CEO of the WD-40 company. Their sixth value is we value sustaining the WD-40 company economy. But Gary's very clear. If there's something to do that sustains the economy and it's not the right thing to do because values are rank ordered, doing the right thing always comes first. So that's why it matters that your values are rank ordered and that you take the time to describe what they look like in action. Hey, that's something I'm doing a lot of work on these days. If there's something here that triggers interest, I would encourage you to go to 28daysprint, 28daysprint.com, and you can find more information on values. We will devote an entire episode of the Higher Purpose Podcast very soon to this conversation of values. I'd love to hear if there is a company you are part of or admire for values. Let me know because maybe we can work them into being part of the interview, part of the conversation that we're having about values. Before we leave this topic, let me make sure the point is that you have a set of values, you've translated those into actions or principles, and you integrate those into how you make decisions. Your values decide and inform what's the right thing to do. And it helps not only you, but everybody on the team to know 
how we will process decisions. Now, it still doesn't mean that everybody comes to the same decision, but it means everybody's using the same criteria by which they're making the decision. Number eight, you're purpose-powered if you are more we-focused than me-focused. More we than me. You get this. You know that the purpose, vision, or dream is so much bigger than you, and it's more than you can accomplish on your solo efforts. So you're willing to share the stage, share the spotlight, share the power, as well as any fame or fortune that comes along with it with others. What really matters to you is advancing the cause, making the dent in the universe, and not seeing your name in the headlines or the marquee. You just want to see that we are making a difference. We are making it better than it was when we got here. So if you're more we-focused than me-focused, you're purpose-powered. Number nine, you're purpose-powered if you persevere through difficulties. What do I mean? Well, you understand that it's not going to be easy. You understand that you're going to encounter setbacks, difficulties, but you know what? You're just going to keep plowing through. You're going to fall down. You're going to get up back up. Things are not going to go the way you had hoped or planned. That's okay. You're going to lean into what others would call failure, and you are going to keep going. You are what Viktor Frankl labeled a tragic optimist. Difficulties may slow you down, but they will not stop you. You keep going because the purpose, mission, vision, cause whatever the language you use is worth whatever hardships, difficulties, or sacrifices you make along the way. You're purpose-powered. And number 10 on the list, you're purpose-powered if you truly care. If you've got a big heart, maybe your heart just breaks and bleeds for others. You've got skin in the game. You're personally invested, and you cannot not care because it's, as the French called it, your raison d'etre, your reason for being. You want to see the people you are connected to and committed to serving. You want to see them grow, develop, advance, and you're compassionate. And you just have this word, love. And, you know, I'm excited to see the L word, the love word, making a resurgence or a new entrance in the business vocabulary. So let's wrap this up. We've gone through this list of 10. I believe you've probably identified that you are purpose-powered. You don't have to hit all 10, but if you got more than five, you're purpose-powered. It's what drives you, and defines you. So what does this mean? Well, here are a couple of things that I want to share with you as we bring this conversation to a close. I want you to understand that you are not weird. You're just wired differently. You're wired uniquely. This is how you are created. Embrace it. And more than that, I want you to understand you're not alone. There are actually a lot of people out there like you, like us, and we need one another because it's easy to think that you're the only one. And if you think you're the only one, when you start thinking that, it's easy to be tempted to give up, to conform, to give up on your idealism, to give up on the values that you hold near and dear. 
So if you know you're not alone, you know you're not weird, it's easier to persevere and keep going. And you want to connect with people who are wired like you or maybe even weird like you if you think it's weird. You want a place to belong. You want to be a part of people who get you, people who encourage and support this journey you're on, people who share the values you believe. You want to lead and live in ways that are congruent with who you are. So if you're a purpose-powered business owner or a purpose-powered business leader, I'd love to connect. If we're not already connected on LinkedIn, let's do that. Look me up, Kevin Monroe, or Facebook. More importantly, I want to invite you to a conversation. Seriously, let's connect on a call. Two ways you can do that. You can call me at 678-744-5111, or you can join me this Friday, November 2nd, at 12 noon Eastern time. Simply go to PurposePoweredBusiness.com at 12 noon Eastern on Friday, November 2nd, and you'll be admitted into a Zoom room where we'll sit down and we'll talk about what it means to be purpose-powered and what the future of purpose-powered business looks like for you. Hey, thanks for joining me today. I really hope that this has encouraged you and inspired you to embrace who you are and to give full expression to your purpose in and through your work in business. Hey, thanks so much for joining me today. Until we connect again, remember, live, love, and lead with purpose. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Higher Purpose Podcast. Are you at a crossroads or facing a transition and not confident about what to do now or next? Then you're invited to join Kevin Monroe for a clarity call. Go to kevindmonroe.com slash clarity and enter for a free call or book right away. That's kevindmonroe.com slash clarity.